hey, what's happening, everybody? Uh, just like to say, Todd, thank you uh, for letting me beat you this past week to let me keep my playoff hopes alive and get through my bipocalypse. And uh, also for everybody last week, uh, thank you for not taking my trade offers that involved Aaron Jones and, and George Kittle because uh, they really helped me out in winning this past week. So uh, it's, it's probably going to be tough. Uh, to try to trade with me in the next week or so. I think I got a, uh, I did offer a trade because Zach said that he was, uh, everybody on his team was available and it would take a King's Ransom to get digs. And I tried to get into that uh, digs conversation, uh, offering up a, uh, tried to do a three for one, uh, but it looked like it was a no go. It was the same two pieces or, Pretty much the same three pieces I've been putting in trades. Uh, be uh, was uh, Gabe Davis, Aaron Jones, and George Kittle. Then he offered with uh, Diggs and two others, but then he also wanted Hopkins, and man, Hopkins is is looking too nice for me to give up. So no trade was completed, and now looking at my team, I'm, you know what? I I'm actually starting to really enjoy my team. Uh, because I am now five and two, so might as well uh, just ride this out, uh, see what happens. Hopefully, no big injuries come my way. Uh, sorry for Todd; he had a huge one in Brees Hall. That one just stinks all around. So uh, there's a little bit of an update from last week. Some people games, of course, I get I get some wrong, I get some right. Uh, my overall percentage for uh, predicting games so far this year overall is 45%. So it's close to that 50% uh, mark that I try to set myself for uh, every year. But this year I added uh, calling for underdog games. Uh, didn't really have a, per, uh, a mark for me to hit since this is the first time I'm keeping track of predicting the underdogs to win. And uh, so I'm 28.5% chance. So, you know, I'm. I think I'm doing all right with the underdogs. It's four out of 14, uh, but still, I think that's uh, not too bad in picking the underdog. I think I do it at least once or twice a week. I think I have uh, maybe one or two this week as well. Uh, and also, just so you all know, uh, DraftKings and FanDuel are doing the... Uh, Thursday night game, you can enter for free to win up to, I think you can get up to $10,000 if you come in first. I mean, it's a free entry. You might as well. I put Lamar Jackson as uh, my MVP for my team for one and a half times points, and I think I got Mike Evans in both of them. I think I have the Ravens defense, uh, Brian Suckup, uh, the Buccaneers kicker, and I think I have Gus in them, and I think DraftKings, so you can have an extra one. And I can't remember who my extra one might have been. Because I know Fandle uh, does one MVP and four flex. I think DraftKings does one MVP and five flex. Uh, so you got to think a little harder about where you want your money to go in uh, the DraftKings lineup. But yeah, there's that. Uh, excited because technically this is my Friday. So I get to relax the rest of the weekend, go uh, camping, watch the Thursday night game on a projector uh, tomorrow night. And good thing it's the Ravens, so that'd be fun. 
be around a lot of Ravens fans, it would probably be a happy time or a shitty time. But uh, like I saw in the group chat, they were talking about uh, Tampa Bay and how it's been struggles. And I said, uh, like week one or week two, it was just bad vibes over there in Tampa. Now everybody's starting to realize that shit's not going right over there in Tampa Bay and with Tom Brady. Uh, so there's that. Let's uh let's kick into the first matchup. Uh, Silence of the CD Lambs, uh, which is team owner of JT. JT, I think I saw a trade offer from you. It said it came in at like 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh, I went to go look at it, but it was gone. I'm kind of curious about what you were uh, trying to trade me and get from me. I would like to know that if you uh, listen to it. I know only a couple of you all do. There's like two or three who uh, listen to it every so often. Uh, JT, you're three and four in the sixth slot. Uh, your overall projection right now is 102.98, and you're sitting at 40% chance of underdog. Uh, but you're also without a tight end right now. So you have you still have Travis Kelsey in there. He is on bye. I am looking at your team right now. So if you did pick up a tight end, I will uh, write that down to uh, make sure I get the right percentage here and try to predict a little better. Let's see. Do you have a tight end? You don't have a tight end on your bench, which is fine. You'll have to pick up and play someone. So I'll give you like it'll probably be a 50-50 slot right here. If you add in a tight end with six or so projected points, it'll uh, be pretty close to being even. Or if you find someone with eight, either way, it's still going to be close or a 51-49 split between you and CJ. But that's who you're playing. Uh, CJ, I like the name. I like reading this on Facebook about all the, the old whites sitting there commenting on Facebook. It's rather fun. Uh, free Brittany Griner. Uh, it's team owner of CJ. You're also three and four, but you're at eighth slot right now. Projected 107.68. Uh, let's get into the quarterback matchup. JT has Kirk Cousins going up against Arizona. Uh, they give up 20.3. CJ has Dak Prescott going up against Chicago. They give up 14.3. I do like Chicago's uh, DBs. Uh, it's staying true throughout the season. I thought it was a little weird when I saw that they give up the one of the least amount of points to the wide receiver position, and it's still true to this week. So their DBs are in secondary is kind of no joke. Uh, really got to give them some respect. And uh, I went – actually, I didn't write this one down. I got the uh, numbers down and everything. Uh, right now, I think I got to go with the hot hand – not really hot hand, uh, healthier hand, and uh, Kirk Cousins over Dak Prescott. I'd like to see a game. I can't remember if he played last week. I didn't get to watch that game. Uh, I was just flipping through, watched the Ravens game at 1 o'clock, then the 4 o'clock games came rolling through. I kept flipping through uh, the Seattle game and uh, also flipping over to San Francisco's game, and there was one other team I was – going back and forth with but i can't remember so i didn't really get to see uh if i'm pretty sure he played but i can't remember how well he did didn't hear too much about it so Kirk cousins over dak prescott uh first wide receiver matchup here jts tyler lockett going up against the giants and cj has terry mclaurin going up against indy indy gives up 18.7 and the giants give up 20.5 uh 
You know what? With this one, I'm going to go with Terry McLaurin over Tyler Lockett. That's kind of a close one. Lockett's projected more, and I do see him still having more of a chance of outscoring Terry McLaurin because uh, I believe DK Metcalf will be out, so that means uh, more looks towards him. But Chris Goblin also looked pretty good. He, I think he had like four catches for two touchdowns, 70-some yards. He looked great, so I do think he's going to be used more. And, man, Kenneth, Kenneth Walker – I mean, you can just hand him off the ball, and you'll probably still win with, like, 30 carries for him. Uh, but I like Heineke and over-targeting uh, Terry McLaurin. So I'm going to go with Terry over Lockett. Next wide receiver matchup here, JT has uh, CeeDee Lamb going up against the Bears, and they give up 21.7. That's a tough matchup with the numbers. And CJ has Michael Pittman going up against Washington, and they give up 31 uh, so that's a 10-point difference. But you also got that, uh, what is, I, he's a rookie? Uh, I can't remember. No, I think he was drafted last year. He was drafted last year. Can't remember his name. They benched Matt Ryan. So let me look at real quick where uh, the matchup for Jonathan Taylor because if it's a tough one, I'm going to probably lean on that passing game. Now, Jonathan Taylor has an all right matchup against Washington. So, ah, I don't – it all depends on how down they are. But, you know, despite that, I'm going to go with the matchup here because this is also a tough one. I already project that uh, – or said that the Bears defense is pretty uh, – no joke, they're secondary – uh, so I'm going to go ahead and give it to Michael Pittman. That's just because I'm predicting that, uh, that QB is going to, when he drops back to pass, he's probably going to be looking for his number one, uh, wide receiver out there and might do the same thing with Terry McLaurin and start to hyper target him. So Michael Pittman over CD lamb, uh, last wide receiver matchup here. JTS Curtis Samuel going up against Indy, like I said, 18.7. And CJ with Brandon Ayuk going up against uh, the Rams, and they give up 29.1. This this is also kind of a tough one because, like I said earlier, uh, Heineke's going to uh, hyper-target Terry McLaurin. That's going to hurt uh, Samuel's uh, projections right there. And then Brandon Ayuk with a, a full week of practice for – uh, Christian McCaffrey, it's also going to hurt. It really hurts Debo. It hurts Debo because it's going to be less carries out of the backfield or swing catches uh, from that position and potential screens that could have been happening from the backfield with him. Uh, but it doesn't It doesn't hurt Brandon Ayuk that much. He really wasn't doing that much compared to, uh, what was it, two weeks ago when he blew up. So uh, if I got to go with, so far throughout the season, who's been a better fantasy player, despite of everything I just said, just looking at uh, how they've been scoring and everything. I got I guess I got to go with Curtis Samuel over Brandon Ayuk. It is pretty cool that you all get to see how my brain thinks when I sit up in uh, my uh, the office upstairs and sit here and do the checks. So this is what all I'm thinking about. Uh, so the first running back matchup here. Uh, JT has Travis Etienne going up against Denver. They give up 19.2. Uh, it's awesome to finally see him without James Robinson there, so we can really see how much of a workload he gets. We kind of saw it last week, 
but this is really like, all right, he's out of the building. It is you. It's ready to rock and roll. So that's going to be fun to watch. And then CJ has Joe Mixon going up against Cleveland. They give up 25.9. It's an easy matchup. It, it's getting – I love Joe Mixon. I loved him for years. And seeing the passing work from Burrow and all the receivers, you would think it would also help out Joe Mixon a little bit in the receiving game. Uh, but I I think I like – who you got to look at these offenses and really think who all is there that is more important than this position that we're talking about. I mean, Joe Mixon's there, great running back, uh, but you have Tyler Boyd, who's had two decent, actually two great games so far this year, and uh, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, and I'd even throw in uh, Hurst. Because, you know, he's been doing all right for a tight end position that was picked up off the waiver wire and still being used. Uh, but then you also look at the Jacksonville side and see Travis Etienne is probably their most explosive uh, playmaker. So I'm going a, I'm to a go with Travis Etienne here. I'm going to go ahead and give Travis Etienne the jump over Joe Mixon. Uh, next running back matchup here, JTS Den- uh Darrell Henderson Jr. going up against San Francisco. It's a tough matchup, 15.4. And then CJ has Saquon Barkley going up against uh, Seattle Seahawks, and they give up 20.9. I just, I'm going with the hot hand here. I'm not going to be like those coaches that say I'm going to ride the hot hand and still give half the carries to the backup running back. And to Saquon Barkley over Darrell Henderson. I can't really remember the name of the, the backup running back in L.A., uh, he was on IR. I know that. I think he's coming back soon. It might be this game, and they they've been giving him a lot of praise, uh, especially the fantasy footballers. So you could see his uh, production go down here. Uh, tight end position. I'm just going to give it a C. It's close because who knows who the hell JT's going to get and play in that uh, tight end spot. For Travis Kelsey, he's probably still looking at the waivers to see who he wants to drop because uh, who knows, the person he does drop might be picked up. I, I did a quick little look earlier, and there's a pretty decent amount of players on there that could get picked up real quick by a uh, lower seeding team so far. So I'm just going to give it a close. Uh, but CJ has uh, Hayden Hurts going up against Cleveland. It is a tough matchup for tight ends there. Seven uh, points flat. Uh, so if he could hit seven points, that'd be great. So, uh, but also who knows, like I said, for the Joe Mixon thing, there's a lot of targets. There are a lot of people who deserve targets and carries. So it's, it's really tough outside of, uh, Jamar Chase, uh, to pick any, uh, real Cincinnati player to really blow up over someone they're going up against in fantasy matchup here. So, just giving it a close, too close to tell. Uh, for the flex position here, J, JT has Dalvin Cook going up against Arizona, 18.5. That's not bad. And then CJ has uh, Miles Sanders going up against Pittsburgh. They give up 20.9. That's also not so bad. Uh, man, both of these players are relatively hot. Miles Sanders is also coming off from a bye week, so that might also help giving him a little bit more juice. So and I love Minnesota's offense. I mean, they don't have as many weapons as uh, 
people that do. Irv Smith is pretty good too. And uh, Adam Thielen is starting to wake up a little bit and actually score multiple fantasy points uh, consistently now in the past few weeks. So this is also a pretty – I like having two running backs here or two of the same position in the flex. Uh, so right now, if I have – I'm, I'm going to go with Miles Sanders. Mm, might get some slack for that one. Uh, right now, that's all the ones I'm going to be talking about in this one. Uh, looking just strictly off the checks, it looks like I'm going to pick CJ as the winner. Winner. Loser. Uh, so CJ over JT. Uh, next matchup here, you have Alan's Whip, which is team owner of me. I'm 5-2, and two, sitting pretty comfortably in uh, second place. Uh, my projections earlier on like Monday were uh, 120 and some points. Now it's 118.56. Going up against uh, Struss, I smell trouble. He's sitting in last place, looking like the uh, hot winner of the the cake purchase for our draft. Uh, he's sitting one and six right now, tenth spot. Uh, he's projected 103.86. He is a 37% underdog. Uh, I can't really knock that uh, Struss having a 33 point, uh, or 33% chance of winning. I think I had maybe, what did I have? What did I have? I had a 33% chance of winning when I recorded the podcast last week. So, I mean, he has a better shot than I gave myself last week so you know what Struss I'd love to see it I'd love to see the comeback this is it's kind of like a matchup you look at you're like shit I'm already gonna lose so why stress about it that's what I did all week I was like I'm missing Allen Hop uh Allen Jefferson Gabe uh Devonta Smith I was missing all there was were my top four players I talked about each time I had a matchup so you got nothing to lose really except for buying the keg but you could probably hope there's some uh you get a win, sneaky win or two in the next coming weeks, uh, or maybe this week. Who knows? Uh, for kicking it off, I have Josh Allen going up against Green Bay. It's a tough matchup for quarterbacks, 11.9, uh, but Allen's built different. So looking at Allen's points so far and then his matchups, it's a, if it's a good or bad one, it really doesn't matter. Uh, and then Struss has Tom Brady going up against Baltimore, and they give up 20.2 uh, that's an easy matchup, but Brady and company is just, like I said, in week one, week two, it's just, it's just bad vibes. It's just not looking good. I think the footballers said that they, in uh, all of his games but one, he threw one or less touchdown passes in the game. So it looks like Baltimore's defense is really starting to you know, pick shit up. So I'm going to go with Josh Allen over Tom Brady. Uh, next, uh, the first wide receiver matchup here. I have Justin Jefferson going up against Arizona. They gave 25.4 fantasy points. Struss has Amari Cooper going up against Cincinnati. They give up 23.2, which is a tough matchup. Uh, don't have to go too far here. Going Justin Jefferson. Uh, the next wide receiver matchup. I have DeAndre Hopkins going up against Minnesota. They give up 28 even. And Struss has Deontay Johnson going up against Philly, and they give up 25.4 with that stellar defense. Uh, don't think I have to talk much here. I'm going with DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, next wide receiver matchup here. This one was pretty fun. 
Uh, I have Gabe Davis going up against Green Bay. It's a tough matchup, 23.6. And Struss has Jacoby Myers going up against the Jets, and they give up 25 even. Uh, ultimately here, their projections are pretty close, and it's really touchdown or nothing for Gabe Davis. It's not even uh, – it's a different, different – he's a different breed than Jacoby Myers, who's like a PPR machine. Uh, so right now I think that's a safer option in this uh, – projections for me to pick people so i went with jacoby myers over gabe davis uh but that stat line could change real quick with the first drive being a 75 yard touchdown to gabe davis so i'm i'm banking on in my projections that jacoby myers just gets peppered with uh passes here uh first running back matchup here uh, hate to do this. I have Ken Walker going up against the Giants, and they give up 18.8. And Struss has Derrick Henry going up against Houston with the easy matchup of 29.2. Hate, hate trying to pick against uh, Ken Walker here. I hate to do it, but I mean it's Derrick Henry. He's just he's back. I think he was on a bye last week. Uh, he's been looking great the past few weeks. You can chalk up the first two for not playing in the preseason and getting his feet uh, re-wet again. So, dare counter over Ken Walker. Uh, next running back matchup here. This one's also kind of a tough one. Uh, I have Gabe or Aaron Jones going up against Buffalo. They give up 15.7. It's a tough matchup there. Strauss has Leonard Fournette going up against Baltimore, and they give up 19.9. Uh, they're both on really struggling offenses. Uh with two of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play. Uh, but I think right now I have to lean with Aaron Jones just because he he is their best weapon. Uh, Leonard Fournette is not. Could be. Could be their best weapon, depending on how you look at it. Uh, love Mike, Mike Evans. Love Chris Godwin. Uh, but just if they can't move the ball or get the red zone to try to score – I mean, if they do, just go ahead and hand it to Fournette the way Tom Brady's playing. Uh, but right now, I'm going to stick stick with my gut and go with Aaron Jones over Leonard Fournette. Uh, the tight end matchup here. I have George Kittle. which looks like he's back to being George Kittle. Uh, it was close to breaking 20 points last week. Uh, maybe he'll get it this week, but it's a tough matchup for him. He's going up against uh, the Rams, and they give up 3.2. I think he's going to get a little bit more than 3.2. Uh, and Struss has Dallas Goddard, which really is a uh, not-talked-about uh, tight end for fantasy because he really does pretty well. Uh, going up against Pittsburgh, also a tough matchup, 6.7. But ultimately here I went with uh, the name, the guy who really is involved in the tight end, you. Uh, I'm going with George Kittle over Dallas Goddard. Uh for the flex position here, I have Devonta Smith going up against Pittsburgh. Easy matchup, 36.6 fantasy points uh, that Pittsburgh gives up. And I think Smith and uh, A.J. Brown are just going to eat. Uh, and then Strauss has Alan Lazard going up against Buffalo. They give up 24.7. And if you had to pick a wide receiver for Green Bay, uh, definitely be Alan Lazard. Uh, right now, strictly matchup, and really, whose quarterback is more hot? I mean, Jalen Hurts can put up 300 passing yards in the first half, uh, so I'm going Devonta Smith over Alan Lazard. Uh, so ultimately, I picked myself to win here. Uh, 
think I have a pretty good shot. But I also thought Todd had a pretty good shot last week in beating me, and we all saw how that turned out. <clears throat> all right, next matchup here, you got Super Lamario, which is team owner of Zach. He's projected 111.17. And then you got my nut Zach Ertz, and that's team owner of Josh. Uh, Zach's 2-5, two and, two and uh, sitting in ninth place. Apparently has a buyer sale, uh, buyer sale, fire sale on his uh, team right now. And Josh is 3-4, and four, sitting at 7th. Uh, Josh is projected 102.67, and Zach is projected 111.17. I think I already said that. Uh, Josh is the underdog of 42%. Going into the quarterback matchup here, Lamar Jackson has uh, going up against Tampa Bay Thursday night. Uh, they give up 16 points uh, to the quarterback position. And then Derek Carr is going up against New Orleans, and they give up 18.2 going with Lamar Jackson. Uh, why, why would I pick Derek Carr over Lamar Jackson? Uh, wide receiver matchup here. Zach has Stefan Diggs going up against Green Bay. They give up thirty or twenty three point six, and Josh has Jalen Waddle going up against uh, Detroit. They give up twenty eight point four. I love Jalen Waddle, but got to go with the number one wide receiver in the league in Diggs. Next wide receiver matchup here. Zach has Chris Godwin going up against Baltimore. It's an easy matchup, thirty one point six. And Josh has Devontae Adams going up against New Orleans, and they give up 32 point nothing, point zero. Uh, easy matchup. Uh, I went with Devontae Adams, uh, mainly because he is really their number one uh, passing option. Uh, haven't really been keeping tabs on Hunter Renfro and how he's been doing uh, since he's got back. Uh, Darren Waller is whatever. He's, I think he might have been out or hurt. Uh, or just barely playing if he was not doing shit. Uh, yeah, Josh Jacobs is really just tearing it up on the ground. Uh, but overall, uh, I'm going with Devontae Adams over Chris Godwin. It's just tam- if Tom Brady only throws one touchdown a game, uh, good luck if he's throwing that to Godwin uh, or Mike Evans or that uh, man. What is that rookie tight end they have? He's also making ways throughout the offseason, but then he got hurt. Now Kenny Brates hurt, so he steps up. Um, who knows, Leonard Fournette might catch the touchdown pass. If he only throws one, that's pretty slim pickings on picking who catches that. Uh, so, yeah, uh, next and final wide receiver matchup here. Zach has Cortland Sutton going up against Jacksonville. They give up 27.6. And Josh has A.J. Brown going up against Pittsburgh, 33.36.6. Easy matchup. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, saying – uh, Smith and Brown are looking like a smash play this week, so I got to rock with that and go Brown over uh, Sutton. Uh, first running back matchup here. Zach has Alvin Kamara going up against uh, the Raiders, and they give up 20.3. And Josh is Najee Harris, which uh, doesn't it suck to have your your number one running back have less rushing yards, less rushing touchdowns, and less rushing yards per play than Daniel Jones. I mean, that's just rough. I mean, he's going up against Philly, 19.7. Uh, uh, Alvin Kamara, done. Uh, last running back matchup here. Zach has Damian Pierce going up against Tennessee. They give up 17.3. 
And Josh has A.J. Dillon going up against Buffalo, which is 15.7. It's a tough matchup. And Dillon hasn't been being used as much as uh, last year. Or, well, the whole team just is off. I mainly, yeah, I guess you got to blame Adams for leaving. Uh, Damian Pierce winning that matchup. Tight ends here. Uh, Zach has Taysom Hill. Can't really get a number on him. It's either he puts up stupid points or gets all right points. Uh, going up against the Raiders. Uh, Winston might be back, so it might be back to the same old Taysom Hill we've been seeing. Uh, and if Michael Thomas is back, uh, you'll probably see less of the... It should. You should see less of the passing game go to Hill's side. Uh, but Josh has Zach Ertz going up against Minnesota. It's an easy matchup, an 11.6. Uh, so I went Ertz here. Uh starting to get tired of this Taysom Hill fella. Been trying to trade Zach a tight end, but he's like, oh, I got Taysom Hill. Well, fuck Taysom Hill. Uh, first, and the last thing to talk about this matchup, the flex here. Uh, Zach has Brian Robinson Jr. going up against Indy. Uh, they give up 20.7 to the running back, and Josh has Tyler Boyd going up against Cleveland. 26.3 is what they give up. I went with Brian Robinson. Uh, Tyler Boyd has used two of his four games to blow up. I think he'll have like four, maybe five. Uh, He already used up two of them so far in seven weeks. So the back half of the season, you might see another two more. And I think he's going to cool down a little bit. So Brian Robinson over Tyler Boyd. Uh, The winner of this matchup with... Five checks to one side and three checks to the other. I'm going with Zach. I don't think I picked an underdog yet. Have I not? I guess I haven't. Looks like I only have one. Uh, Spank Bank, which is team owner of Peter. Peter is four and three, sitting at third place. Projected 114.44 going up against Stepborough. I'm stuck, which is team owner of Todd, who's also four and three, sitting right behind Peter. Uh, he's projected 105.33. Uh, Todd is the underdog by 42%. Kicking off the quarterback matchup here, Peter has Jalen Hurts going up against Pittsburgh. They give up 20 even which is an easy matchup going up against Todd's uh, Joe Burrow uh, and Cleveland. They give up 15.5. A one with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, uh, Burrow's been hot the past two games, and he should be. That team should really just mainly switch over to pretty much what Buffalo does in their running back. Start to be an all right play. They should see what they could get for Joe Mixon and just ride out with Samaj P. Ryan or draft someone next year and get a little capital. Uh, so Jalen Hurts over Burrow. Uh, first wide receiver matchup here. Peter has Mike Evans going up against Baltimore. Easy matchup, 31.6. And Todd has T. Higgins going up against Cleveland. They give up 26.3. Uh, strictly based off my personal opinion, I'd rather have Mike Evans than T. Higgins. Uh, so give me Mike Evans. haven't been really a huge fan of T. Higgins. It's mainly because of where he, where his ADP was. I think it's ridiculous. Never let that go. 
Uh, first, second wide receiver right here. Peter has uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. Hopefully he plays and you know finishes the game. Uh, this is a juicy matchup here going up against Miami and 30.2 points allowed. Uh, and Todd has Debo Samuel going up against the Rams. They give up 29.1. Uh, really wanted to pick Amon Ra here if he was extremely healthy and could stay on the field because at the moment I don't know everything about the new San Francisco offense we're going to see with Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I would like to see how Debo does in that uh, type of game style. So, But right now i got to ride with the healthier option in Debo Samuel. Uh, last wide receiver matchup here. Peter has Christian Kirk going up against Denver. It's a tough matchup, 18.4. And Todd has Michael Thomas, if he plays, going up against the Raiders. And 29.6 is what they give up. I'm going to go with Christian Kirk. Just because I doubt Michael Thomas actually plays this week. And if he does, it'll probably be a slow transition back. Like we've been seeing with some of these hurt players. He's getting a couple reps in, like Keenan Allen last week and uh, Rashad Bateman coming back from his injury, working him back. So, I mean, Chris Olave is just balling. Uh, so, yeah, going Christian Kirk. Uh, first running back matchup here. Peter has Christian McCaffrey with a full week of practice with his new team. Going up against the Rams, it's a tough matchup in 15.5. Uh, going up against Todd's Ezekiel Elliott. Going up against the Bears, they give up 22.8. Easy matchup. You know, I was about to almost wrote my check mark by Zeke's name just because of the matchup, but I just, I just think McCaffrey's really breakout game, first game with the. San Francisco 49ers is going to put up a statement that he is the dog and still will be the dog and just run all over these Rams with this new offense because of all these weapons that are around him. Travis, or, uh, George Kittle, uh, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel. You also got to watch out for a huge check. Uh, so adding a Christian McCaffrey, that's just too many people to try to cover on each play. So I went with Christian McCaffrey. Uh, second running back matchup, Peter has DeAndre Swift going up against Miami. They give up 20.5. And Todd has Michael Carter going up against New England. They give up 16.9. It's a tough matchup. I gave my check mark to Swift, but now I didn't even look at the projection for Michael Carter. It says 13.8. That actually surprises me a lot uh, because they trade for... James Robinson, so you would assume that James Robinson is going to play. And who knows, split carries or James Robinson shows up and just takes fucking all of them. Uh, you don't know. So with especially with that uncertainty, I'm going with Swift. Uh, tight end matchup here. Uh, Peter has Irv Smith going up against Arizona. Juicy matchup. Uh, 16.9. Fantasy points allowed to the tight end. And you think some of these numbers are crazy, but, I mean, we're going into week eight. Had seven games, and through seven games, tight ends are averaging 16.9. That's crazy. Uh, so, Todd has Pat Fryermuth going up against Philly, and he's 
Got a little question mark there going up against Philly. They give up 8.9. I'm going with Irv Smith. I'm going with these numbers on this one. It's just too crazy to see that the tight end position that Arizona allows that many points is just wild. Uh, going into the flex matchup here, Peter has Ramondre Stevenson going up against Todd's Michael Gallup. Uh, Stevenson's going up against the Jets, 19 points. And Gallup's going up against the Bears, 21.7. It's a tough matchup. I went with Michael Gallup because uh, Harris, did Harris play last week? Brain fart. Don't know. I think he did. Uh, but, like, he's coming off an injury. I don't think he did much because he was coming off that, working back in. Uh, really, now that he's back, got to see – is Stevenson really just going to take over the position and be used? I'd love to see it, but I don't know right now. Uh, give me this game if Harry, uh, Stevenson outcarries him by seven or so carries. I'll be all right with picking Stevenson as the for sure number one in New England. So right now I'm going with Michael Gallup, the number two passing option in Dallas, and seeing if they could score on that uh, pretty, pretty good uh, defensive back group over there in uh, Chicago. All right, picking a winner, picking a loser. I'm going to go with Peter. Uh, Peter will win over Todd. This is the last matchup. It is. All right. You got Flint Tropics, team owner of Eric, sitting pretty at 6-1 in first place. Going up against Watson's Massage Parlor. Uh, team owner of Tim sitting at four and three. He's also four and three, and he's acting like his team's ass. Uh, sitting in fifth place, tied for what is it? Third. Good for him. Uh, Tim's projected 107.28, and Eric's uh, projected 119.62. Kicking off with the quarterback matchup. Ooh, Eric has Jared Goff going up against Miami. Should be an easy matchup, 20.5, but Goff has been looking rough. And Tim has Kyler Murray going up against Minnesota, and they give up 18.6. I went with Kyler Murray here. Just his rushing ability alone uh, should make this pick easy. And But Goff is Goff started out hot, man. Crazy hot. But then I had to play him in Dynasty the past two weeks. And I think last week, what, he put up like 1.6? Not good. So Kyler Murray over golf. Uh, wide receiver matchup here. I'm just going to go down the line. Uh, Eric has Tyreek Hill going up against Detroit, 28.4. Jamar Chase going up against Cleveland, 26.3. Cooper Cup going up against San Francisco, 28.1. Gave them all checks. It was close for Tyreek Hill's matchup, though. Uh, Tim has Chris Olave going up against the Raiders, which is why it was close for me. I wanted to pick Chris Olave, but I'm just like, it's Tyreek Hill. How can you not pick Tyreek Hill? And that, you know, the passing offense in Miami is just wild. Uh, Tua back there makes a huge difference, and they just light it up. Uh, Chris Olave is a good play, though. I love it. Uh, but not beating Tyreek Hill. Then you got Wondell Robinson going up against Seattle. They get 23.3, tough matchup. And then uh, Marquise uh, Goodwin going up against the Giants. It's also a tough matchup, 20.5. Uh, so you can't compare Wondell Robinson and 
Godwin to or Goodwin to Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup is uh, so running back matchups here. Eric has Nick Chubb going up against uh, Cincinnati. It's a tough matchup, 16 points even. And Tim has Jonathan Taylor going up against Washington, 20.9 points. Uh, I went with Jonathan Taylor here. Uh, just let it ride. Let him run the ball. I mean, you're sitting Matt Ryan, and the past couple weeks he's been throwing like 50-plus passes or so. So just hand the ball off to Taylor. Uh, and Nick Chubb. You know what? I'm just gonna ride it out. I think just, just cause I think so. Sometimes you just have a feeling that something's correct, and I think this would be correct that Jonathan Taylor outscores Nick Chubb. Uh, next running back matchup here: Josh Jacobs for Eric going up against New Orleans, 19.4, and Tim have uh, Raheem Moster going up against Detroit and 27.3. Easy matchup, and you know what? I'm just going to ride with it and give it to Mostert. Uh, Josh Jacobs is hot. Uh, he's been balling. He's not going. To, he's not going to do what he did last week. That that was just absurd. Uh, could see him hitting his fantasy points in 15.89, but Mostert shown at 13.01, and against a team that Miami could just run up the score. And just hand the ball off to Mostert, and he looked—he looked explosive last week. So you, I'm just—I'm going to ride it out with my gut on this one too. Raheem Mostert over Josh Jacobs. All right, for the tight end position, Eric has a uh, Tunyon, Robert Tunyon, going up against Buffalo. They give up seven point six, and Tim has Mark Andrews <clears throat> going up against Tampa Bay and an eleven point five to that position. I don't know what the hell happened to Mark Andrews last week. I know he was uh, missing practice and being limited, uh, but hopefully he's healed up now. Short week, uh, but he really didn't do much in the game, so that was kind of like a little break for him. Uh, Lamar Jackson came out and said that they really game-planned just to stop him. <clears throat> so we're just going to chalk that game up away, uh, and I'm going to ride it out and give it to Andrews. Uh, for the flex position here, Eric has – uh, Jamal Williams going up against Miami. Back up now. Swift's back. Uh, they give up 20.5 in Miami. And Tim has Devin Singletary going up against Green Bay. Easy matchup, 21.3. So I'm going to ride with the matchup here. And also that Singletary is their number one running back going up against a backup running back on the other side. So I thought that was a no-brainer. I think this is what my one underdog uh, upset here. I'm going with Tim over Eric. And what helped me is that Tim sent, or uh, Eric sent out, uh, sent out text in the group chat saying he's a little worried. And I was like, quit your bitch and you'll be fine. But me really looking at it. If Tim's wide receivers just put up a decent game, if Goodwin puts up more than 6.48, you did great with him. If Wando Robinson gets double-digit points, you'll be fine. That would be great. And everybody else just doing what they do. I think you'll be fine. I think you'll be fine. Because Robert Tunyon, he's projected 6.32. Ugh. Tight ends could put up a goose. You never know. And Jamal Williams, backup running back, could steal a touchdown away. You know, who knows. 
snag a couple balls. 8.46 looks reliable and what he'll probably get. So that's what I'm going to go with. I'm just going to go with that with my underdog pick right there and Tim over Eric. That's the only underdog of the week. Uh, my podcast here is done. I don't have much to talk about anymore. Uh, I'm going to go to the campground, start drinking some beers, and you all have a great weekend. Might see you all, uh, maybe, maybe see you all this weekend. Who knows? Uh, catch you guys later. Hope everybody's fantasy teams uh, stay healthy. Hope everybody's babies that they got doesn't cry and ruin their uh, football Sunday. And I'll catch you guys later. Deuces.